You are listening to Victory Alabang Podcast. This is week one entitled Every Nation, the first of a two-part series on missions. Reaching a nation means planting churches that plant churches. Discover our role as a church in this audio message by Pastor Carlo Ratilia. Our series is called Viral. Nung panahon ni Pastor Sani, pag sinabing may virus ka, parang sama-sama, di ba? Ay, may sakit yan. Tsaka yung virus nung araw, medyo huwag mong lapitan yan. Kasi, di ba, parang, kad, pwede bang sabihin na, kakad, kaka, kakadiri, parang gano'n. Parang, oo, di ba, parang, huwag mong lapitan yan, may sakit yan. But today, pag sinabi mong viral, iba ang ibig sabihin nun. And uh, we will start our series by talking about um, two particular, uh, we, will, we will divide the series into two particular weeks. Okay, this week and next week. But before we get into that, I just want us to stand on your feet this evening. Let's go into the Word of God. Romans chapter 15. I'm very excited because uh, the book of Romans is uh, just dawned on me. It has one of the best uh, missionary uh, uh, direction in, in the Word of God. So let's look at Romans chapter 15, verses 17 to 20. It says, Therefore, I glory in Christ Jesus in my service to God. I will not venture to speak of anything except what Christ has accomplished through me in the leading of the leading the Gentiles to obey God by what I have said and done. Verse 19, it says, By the power of signs and wonders, through the power of the Spirit of God, so from Jerusalem all the way around to Illyricum, I have fully proclaimed the gospel of Christ. Verse 20, it says, It has always been my ambition to preach the gospel where Christ was not known, so that I would not be building on someone else's foundation. Let us pray. Father, we want to thank you for this evening. Thank you, Lord, that we could get into your word. We could learn and we ask for your anointing, Lord God. And I pray that we will receive from you this evening. In Jesus' name, amen. Go ahead and take your seats. Tulad nung sabi natin kanina, yung first week, we will talk about every nation. The reason why we will talk about every nation is that part ho tayo ng bigger organization called Every Nation. And hindi lang po literal meaning ng Every Nation, but that Every Nation word is an, the umbrella organization of Victory Christian Fellowship. And ang dami ho natin. And later on, you will see how big we are. And on the second week, we will talk about every campus. Ilan sa atin dito na save sa campus? Ang iba naman na save na after campus. I was saved in the campus about 30 years ago. And uh, nung sinabi nga ni Pastor Sani kanina, I started 15, my first 15 years of ministry was with Youth with the Mission, and the next 15 years was spent with every nation. Parang sinabi ko, wow, ganun na ba ako katanda? Hindi naman halata, di ba? Si pag pinatabi kami ni Pastor Sani, I'm sure, I'm sure lang talaga, mas matangkad siya kaysa sa akin. Yun lang. And uh, campus, and campuses are very close to us, and that's what we do outside of this country. We do that here, we do that outside of the country as well. When we do missions, we, 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 where the campuses are, that's where we do missions as well. 
And so, balikan natin yung word na viral. Ilan sa, sa inyo nakakita nito? At alam tong uh, yeah, iba sa atin uh, nakakita nito. If you have not seen yet, this is a very this is a very good group or cousins actually. A very young guy. Uh, they're from General Santos City. They have 40 million views. Oh, 4 million views. Kailangan natin ng bago, honey. 4 million views. Well, that's just what I want to say about the word viral. Today, when we hear the word viral, it starts with an idea and it spreads rapidly through the internet. So, ito ang example of what it means to go viral. Ito, alam ko, siguro, alam, iba sa inyo na, alam nyo ba to? Hindi nyo alam? Well, this one has 50 million views. Right? Pag uwi nyo mamaya, siguro maging 50 million and one. Kasi I'm sure isa sa inyo, matitemp. Ay, sinabi ni Pastor, ano kaya yun? Well, this is one, at least, alam nyo yung LSS? Yung asawa ko na LSS ho dito. Hindi ko rin alam kung bakit wala namang kabuluhan yung lyrics ng song na to. Pero talagang catchy yung music. It has 50 million views. I'm sure ito alam nyo rin. Alam natin to. And they go on viral. Bakit sila naging viral? It's because someone else has shared the idea. At nagustuhan ng mga iba at na-share sa iba and so on and so forth. But, in this, in this whole area of being viral through the internet, meron hong six days lang yung maximum lifespan ng idea. That's what it is all about. But, of course, with some ex- exemptions, katulad ng Gangnam Style, katulad ng Aldrich and the other guy, and what the fact says, they go longer. But normally, pag, nag, ano ka, pag nag-peak ka, the lifespan would only about six days. And also, when you go through YouTube, alam nyo ba na every minute, yung na-upload na, na material sa YouTube has about, for every minute, about 48 hours of materials yung na-upload sa YouTube. So, ang dami-dami nun. So, bago ka maging viral, yung iba hindi pa sumikat patay na. ba? Sa dami-daming information. But, for some reason, pwede kang sumikat, uh, sumikat Pwede kang maging famous di ba? for one day. Right? Sa YouTube, pwede. Pwede kang sumikat. Hindi na kailangan mag-audition. Nung panahon ni Pastor Sani, nag-audition ho siya sa The Voice. Pero The Boys and the Girls. Yeah. Hindi ho, kasi di ba si Buana ako, The Boys. But today, pwede kang sumikat, kahit wala na yung The Voice, pwede kang sumikat dahil sa internet. And that's what this world is all about. But I want us to know that that idea of going viral did not start two, three years ago. It even started, and the best part of being viral that started 2,000 years ago, hindi siya namatay after six days. This virus that I have, that I am sharing with you, that you don't know you have, started 2,000 years ago and keeps going and going and going. 
And that's what we are going to talk about today. The virus that we have received from God. And we don't know this, but you are carrier of that virus. Tingnan mo nga yung katabi nyo. Tingnan mo lang. Sabi mo, may kakilala ka lang. Hindi ho siya. Right? May kakilala lang. Kamukha lang ng katabi mo. We are all carrier of that virus that started in Jerusalem. It spreads out. And thank God. And we're, that's what we're gonna talk about today. Alright? Are you ready? Yes? Okay, let's look at Romans 15, 17, and 18. When we talk about missions, when we go into missions, this is what we talk about. This is Paul talking to the church in Rome. This is what he said, Therefore I glory in Christ Jesus in my service to God. I will not venture to speak of anything except what Christ has accomplished through me in leading the Gentiles to obey God by what I have said and done. I am so thankful that the Apostle Paul took time to share the gospel to the Gentiles. Alam niyo kung bakit? Dahil kung hindi niya ginawa yon, wala kayo dito ngayon. That gospel that Paul started to share in his world then, and we will find that out today, went into Europe, into North America, went to Asia, and that's the reason why you and I are called a Christian nation, live in a Christian nation today. And that's why you're here today, because of the gospel of Christ that was shared to all of us. Amen? So yan ho yung ginawa ni Apostle Paul, and we are so thankful, I'm so thankful that that's what happened. And what did Apostle Paul do? It's all about Jesus. And let me just uh, bring this to perspective today. Sabi nga ni Pastor Sani, we planted churches in different countries. When we planted the church in Myanmar, it has nothing to do with what I know and my experience and what my wife knows and her experience. It's all about Jesus. Pansin nyo ba, that's what we preach here in church? Wala hong pinagkaiba nung preach natin outside of the country when we go cross-cultural missions. Kasi nabanggit na nga ni Pastor Erwin kanina that uh, they went on cross-cultural missions. Yung pinagkaiba lang, ng, na, walang pinagkaiba sa message, it's all about Jesus. Ang pinagkaiba lang, yung kinakain mo dun, yung lingwahe, sometimes yung amoy ng tao, Oo, iba. Kasama sa culture yon, Yung hangin, yung sasakyan. Kami nga ni Sandra, na siya kami, pagdating namin sa Myanmar, yung taxi doon, may butas ho. Yung, yung floor. Sabi ko, ay! Okay to. Libring, ano? Air, hindi nga aircon eh. Parang blower. Alam yung pag nagda-dry yung mga babae ng ano, sa sobrang init, lumalabas po from the, ano, yung pwede kang maligo, tapos hindi ka na makakapag-save ka ng electricity dahil hindi mo na kailangan ng blow dryer. Lumabas ka na lang, sakay ka ng taxi, madadry ka. That's part of a different culture. When we bring the gospel to a different nation, that's what cross-cultural is all about. But it has nothing to do with my culture. It has something to do with Jesus. When we plant that church in Myanmar 13 years ago, it has nothing to do, and alam nyo na, has nothing to do with me being a fluent preacher nor a very good speaker. Kasi nga, I'm a Christian with a Cebuano tongue. 
and the challenges minsan noon nung medyo bata-bata pa yung mga anak namin tinatawanan nila ako ngayon smile na lang pag nagkabalibaliktad na yung PNF nagii-smile na lang with a little bit of a smirk you know, oh dad yeah i cannot do that i am born again but my tongue remains the same anyway Our children also grew up in the mission field when they actually think and do things. It's very different. But there's one thing that we know. It has nothing to do with our culture as Filipinos. It has something to do about Jesus. Wala hong pinagkaiba yung pinagbipreach natin dito and when we go out. And napansin nyo yun, Pastor Erwin is one of my heroes now. Has gone to Laos, build a church, And now, it's not only a house church, it's a restaurant church. Can you imagine that? It's a restaurant church. Kakaiba, di ba? Siguro hindi nagugutom yung mga nag-church doon. Parang umpisan kaya natin yan dito, bro. A restaurant church. Yeah? And, and those are the new things that you do on the mission field. When we started a church in Myanmar, although we started it with an English class, But that English class was all about Jesus. Magkaiba lang yung vehicle, but the message is still the same. Parang tayo lang yan. When we come to church, we have different vehicles. Toyota, Honda, and Cadillac. Right? Yung sinabi ni Pastor Sani, yung Cadillac ang pinaka-the best, bro. Spartan lang ang kalaban dyan. Uh, so it's all about Jesus. Walang pinagkaibaho. nung ginagawa natin sa mission field, there's no difference, but it's all about Jesus. And I'm so glad that I've received the same message and we can impart the same message. It has nothing to do with the culture that we have or the name of our church, Victory. It has nothing to do with that. It has something to do with Jesus. Amen? And hindi lang ho yan. The good thing about it, it says, by the power of signs and wonders, through the power of the Spirit of God. Anong ibig sabihin yan? We preach Jesus and it is through the Holy Spirit. There is no other way but it's through the Holy Spirit. And this is something that I really like about what Jesus did. Because when He left earth, He said, I'll give you the Holy Spirit. Did you realize that? That that's what you carry? That's the virus that we have. The power of the Holy Spirit in us. And one thing I like about the power of the Holy Spirit, it's a controlled power in us. Can you imagine the God who created the heaven and earth lives in you? Hindi ba kayo natakot doon? Diba, sinabi lang yan, let there be light. Hindi ho switch yung tinurn on. There was light. And that person who's powerful lives in me. Paano ko nasabi yun? Hindi ko inimbento yun. Sinabi ho ng Bible yun. It's in His Word. I'm gonna live with you, the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. For our own good. And it, that's the one. It is through the Spirit that we can preach Christ. It is through the Spirit because the Holy Spirit will give us wisdom. The Holy Spirit will guide us. The Holy Spirit will comfort us. No one else. When we plant church, when we send teams to other nations, and we'll talk about those nations later, There is no other person who can comfort them but the Holy Spirit. My wife and I are recipients of that. 
one evening when we planted a church in Myanmar. You know, Myanmar is not the Myanmar today 13 years ago. It was a very close country. When we landed in Myanmar, we have military intelligence following us. Meron ho kaming security guard. Alam nila kung saan kami pupunta. Sinusundan nila. Inaalam nila kung ano yung mga sinasabi namin. And, and, and that's because they're under military junta. You cannot say anything about religion. You cannot say anything about the government. Wala hong media na nakakapasok sa Myanmar at that time. It was a very close nation. One evening, there were 13 military men who came to our house. If it was not through the power of the Holy Spirit that comforted me, immediately I was processing at the back of my mind, wow, this is the end of my missionary journey. Alam niyo yung pagbukas niyo ng pinto ng bahay niyo at nabulaga kayo, na-surprise kayo, yung 30 seconds of process in your mind, ang dami niyong naiisip, di ba? Anong mangyayari nito? Mauwi na siguro ako bukas. Anong mangyayari? I will put into prison or whatever. There were so many things that was going on in my mind. But I can only attribute the peace that was there at that time because of the power of the Holy Spirit in me. They went through our house and there was only one thing that I asked them not to touch, our children. Because it was in the middle of the night, they were sleeping. And I said, you can do anything you want. Search my computer, search my room, except the kids. I protected, I tried to protect my kids. Because I don't want them to have a bad experience of missions. And true enough, they respected us. They did not touch our children. And I believe the Holy Spirit protected us at that time as well. Because 13 years later, today, they're planting other churches in Myanmar. 13 years ago, I will never be able to see that. In fact, there was so little faith in my heart to see a church. Be honest with you. I almost resigned. And as I told my wife, if we cannot meet people here, because bawal hung mag-share ng gospel doon. In fact, during our time, you cannot read the Bible in public places. That's how difficult it was. And so, me and my little faith, I said, Lord, I'm, I'm here in obedience to your word. We want to plant a church. But yet, I cannot read the Bible in public. But it was only through the power of the Holy Spirit. I believe today that some monks got saved, some students got saved, and today the church is run by local Burmese leaders who are planting other churches as well. In fact, we are graduating three from the School of Word Missions next week. And you know, you know what? It has nothing to do with my wife and I because those three, we don't even know who they are. I don't know them personally. People thought, wow, narits out ni ba Not even, it's like, no, we don't know these people. Today, I could honestly say it is, has nothing to do with me and my wife because we don't know the language. We've learned the culture a little bit because that's part of cross-cultural missions. But it was all about Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit. Nothing else. Verse 19, it says, By the power and signs of wonders, through the power of the Spirit of God, so from Jerusalem all the way around Illyricum, I have fully proclaimed the gospel. It's global. And I'm glad Paul was thinking about global right away. 
Because in Paul's world, this is his world at that time. This is global in his time. Wala pang mapa ho ngayon, araw na yon. There's no Atlas, there's no Google, there's nothing. This is their world. Right? I am so glad that Paul went into Macedonia, Illyricum, and in fact, after that, you know, he wanted to go to Spain. That's the reason why, you know, he said, and, and this is where it is. It started in Jerusalem. Lahat dito nagawa na ni Paul on his third missionary journey. He was on his way to Spain. And that's what the scripture says. It says, it has always been my ambition to preach the gospel where Christ was not known so that I would not be building on someone else's foundation. That's his ambition. You know, it's not just on certain parameters. It's not just on his CD. He has a heart to the Gentiles. He went beyond his borders. And it's about the gospel. It's nothing else. There was nothing that Paul wanted to share but the gospel of Christ. You know why? Because he himself received the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. We know that it's preached in this church how Paul got saved. I don't want to go through being blind. I want to see. Paul got through that. But it was a special event that caused Paul to realize who Jesus is. Do you know who, who God is? Have you had that experience with Him? I'm sure you have. And that's the reason why you're here. It says, But now that there's no more place for me to work in these regions, and since I have been longing to, for many years to visit you, this is to visit, visit Rome, I plan to those who when I go to Spain, that's at the map I was showing you earlier, and it says, I hope to see you while passing through and to have you assist me on my journey there after I have enjoyed your company for a while. This is his letter to the church in Rome. And asking them, you know, I wanted, I longed to visit you on my way to Spain. Kasi nga yung area kung saan siya nag-work, tapos na, na, naikot na niya. He wants to go for more. On the way to Spain, I will visit Rome. That's, that's his heart. And you know what that heart is? Is to preach Christ. That's the only ambition he has. In the same manner, he says, I want you to help me in my journey to Spain. It says, I, uh, I plan to do so when I go to Spain. I hope to see you while passing through and have you assist me. In other words, he was saying, I want you to help me in my next church plant. That's what it's all about. You know why? Because the Bible does not assume that everyone will go, but it does assume that everyone will be involved. That's the beauty of God's kingdom. It is not only for the few, but it is for all of us to be involved. Some are, are called to go, like Sandra and myself. Some are called to go short-term missions. In fact, I, I am a firm believer of short-term missions. This church has been sending short-term missionary called 10 days. For some, it's 14 days. For some, it's eight days, but it's still called ten days. That I could not understand. Hindi ko maintindihan yun. Ten days kami pupunta, ten days. Pero kung seven days, ten days pa rin. Kung fourteen days, ten days pa rin. That I cannot comprehend talaga. But just go. Involved in ten days. You know why? Because the churches that are planted today are a result of those short-term missions that are sent by local churches. Right? You might not be involved long term, but at least you can go short term. 
I was talking to uh, Conrad. Some of you know who Conrad is. His heart's desire is to work abroad, not only to earn money, but also to support church planting experience, uh, events outside of the country. In fact, we're talking about Israel earlier, and I want to share with you about Israel later on. And so some of you might be called to pray. Some of you might call, be called to give. That's good. But maybe some of you are called to get involved in our 10 days outreach as well. And later on, Pastor Sani will share with us about the plans that we have for next year, right? Where we are going to send 10 days teams later on, right? But again, I painted a picture with you this evening that it's all about Jesus that when we go out into missions, it's through the Holy Spirit. It's global and it's the gospel of Christ. Why did I why am I taking time to share that? It's because as a church, as an organization, we, do, we are part of a bigger picture. And I'm here with you today because I want to share with you that we have 73, 73 nations in every nation in the umbrella organization that we have. But then again, that's not enough. Hindi nga tayo nangalahati pa eh. Right? In some books, it says... There are 196 countries in the world. In some books, it says there are 220 countries in the world. I don't know who makes the decision and what, but I would like to use the short, the, the lesser number. Even if it's the lesser number, 196, hindi pa tayo In other words, we have more work to do, right? Correct? Hindi, nga, hindi ako masyadong magaling sa math, pero sa tingin ko, hindi pa tayo nangalahate. Right? If there are 196, we're only in 73 nations. We can still do more. Amen? So in Asia, what is our responsibility? We live in Asia. Asia has the largest region of the world. Okay? 60% of the world's population live in Asia. We have China, the most populated country in the world. We have India, the second populated country in the world, and Indonesia, the fourth largest country in the world. In fact, the, the largest Muslim country in the world. Nasa neighbors ho natin yan. Right? House is the world's largest religion. As I said, Hindu for India, Buddhism for China, and Islam for Indonesia. Poorest of the poor in the world. Lamang tayo ng konti. I'm sure our Minimum wage is more than $2 a day, correct? In those countries, in other countries in Asia, $2 a day. 97% of the least rich people lives in this part of the world. And those countries can only be reached through cross-cultural missions. In other words, somebody needs to go cross-culturally. Sabi ni Pastor Sani sa akin, bro, yung cross-cultural hindi ka lang tatawid para makapunta ka doon sa cultural center. Hindi lang yon, But you go across the world to go into a country that's different from yours. In other words, when we go, for example, to Macau, that's a cross-cultural mission. When we planted a church in Laos, that's a cross-cultural mission. And I said, the difference is language, sometimes the food, Sometimes the cars, it's just different. But then again, let me tell you this. The message remains the same. It's all about Jesus. Amen? 
So if you are called by God to go into 10 days missions, and that's where we do cross-cultural missions. And those countries can be rich, and we have a plan. And I'm here today to share with you, we are in 33 countries or 33 nations in Asia. There are 54 nations in Asia. Kasama na dito Middle East, right? Lahat ng mga, mga countries na, na blue, we are in those countries. 33 of the 54. Now, if you minus 33 and 54, we have 21 more countries to go. That's what we are making plans right now. And this, uh, this is Southeast Asia. I just thought I'll share this with you. Lahat ho ng countries ng Southeast Asia, we have a church already. All right? Go ahead. Give God a clap. All right? And we can only do that because of your generosity to missions. And every year we spend two weeks to let us know that that's what we do outside of the Philippines. We plant churches. And because of your generosity, my wife and I are here today and say we represent all those missionaries. We have sent a hundred full-time missionaries outside of the Philippines from Victory Philippines. Where they're all planting churches, not only in Asia but around the world. Would you believe we have Filipinos planting churches in the USA? We have Filipinos planting churches in Canada. It's not only on, on those countries. We have also, you know, this, this, at least in our region, those are planted by Filipinos sent from Victory Philippines. You're happy with that? Yes. You should be happy. Amen? And that we can only do that because every... Every year, every year, we give our pledges to missions. And all of those that you pledge does not go to your local church. They go for the kingdom of God and plant churches outside of the Philippines. That's what cross-cultural involvement is all about. Amen. So tapos na tayo sa Southeast, Southeast Asia, papunta na tayo sa Middle Asia. So ito na ngayon ang plano natin. We have what we call a 2020 initiative. Every three years, starting this year, we're going to plant three churches. Is that possible? Yes. It's going to be hard. When I look at this figure, I said, Lord, it has to be you. Because this is going to be hard. It took us 13 years to plant a church, or at least five years, to see a congregation happen in, in, in Myanmar. It took us two years to see a church in Indonesia. By the way, we have eight churches today in Indonesia. The last church, well, uh, my wife and I had the privilege of planting a church in Medan. But that's, that's done. We're going to move north. right? So believe with us, every three years starting this year, we're going to plant a church. Now you're looking at me and say, Pastor Carlo, are you sure? It's already September. Next month is November. We only have four more months, right? to go, for three and a half months to go, can we actually do that? I am here to tell you today, starting next month, we will be sending people to Israel. We have a team. We have a team of Pastor Bobby is leading the team and family. We have Lito Moldes. He was here, I believe he was here in this church last year, around this time of last year. Him and, and his wife and, and their kids, are gonna be, and another uh, charm as part of the team, we are sending them to Israel. Now, how many of you 
just realize, I said earlier, it started in Jerusalem. It went to Europe, North America, Asia, and now we're bringing it back to Jerusalem. How many of you just realize that? We're going full circle this time. And we're sending this team. It's not the first time you send them. They, there's already work going on there. But we're sending a team that would go for long term. Now, if you have friends in Israel, Tel Aviv in particular, that has businesses, part of the problem we have in missions is actually visa. My wife and I fight that every year. But if you have friends in, in Israel that might be able to help our missionaries to get to secure a long-term visa. Because a Filipino can have three months in Israel, a free visa for three months. And it can be extended for another two. So you can actually be there for five months. But after that, you have to leave the country. Now, how many of you knows that if you only have that opportunity, you cannot plant a church, right? So we're believing God that we will be able to connect with someone who has a business in Israel that would be able to give us a long-term visa. So pray with us as we send. Starting November, uh, Charm and, and another guy will be going to Israel for five months. And then Bobby and, uh, and Lito will be moving there in January. They will rotate because of visa reasons. And so that's one this year. The next country that we will be sending is Sri Lanka. We have a team that's being trained right now. They will graduate next week. And my wife and I had the privilege of coaching them. And this is part of our job right now. You know, earlier I said we planted uh, different churches. And I thought, wow, now we're coming back to the Philippines. Tapos na yung missionary journey namin. But God opened the door for us that our job right now is to coach or to mentor or to be consultants with those 21 countries that we will be planting churches with. So that's the kind of work that my wife and I are excited about right now because we are actually starting with this team right here to plant a church in, in Colombo, Sri Lanka. These people have been working in the Middle East for a long time. They left their comfort zone to plant a church in their country. Are you excited about that? So Dalawana, the third one this year is Tibet. Now how many of you even me, I was surprised that God opened the door. Hindi nga nasunod yung 2020 natin eh, kasi Tibet will be next year. But God opened the door for us two weeks ago. Three of our finest women. Right? If you are a woman today, you do have a part in, in the mission. Even if you are single, you know, my wife found the husband in the mission field. And the husband for that. And the husband. A handsome, I'm supposed to say. Not just a hans- husband, but a handsome husband. So if you're single, best place to find a husband. <laughs> anyway, we just sent, they just landed two weeks ago. They're now learning the language. They're enrolled in the university. We're not showing their pictures because we don't want you to make them viral because it's going to be hard. <laughs> you know, they will be sent back home right away. But let me tell you this. I am so excited that we actually have our feet on the ground with women, three women on the ground right now. So if you're looking at yourself, Pastor Carlo, what can I do? I'm just a woman. Hey, you can plant a church as well. You're just as good as a man. Amen? We're all equal before God. In fact, I cannot plant a church without a woman. That's for sure. Let me end with this thought today. I said this earlier. 
the Bible does not assume that everyone will go, but it does assume that everyone will be involved. Everyone includes you and me. All we have to do is say, Lord, which part of missions I'm going to be involved with? Should we pray? Should we give? Should we go? Church, you are part of a bigger organization, movement of every nation. We are not just going to plant churches in the Philippines. We have 75 churches in the Philippines today. We have over 60,000 people in Metro Manila, 60,000 and more. But we're not just going to plant churches in the Philippines. As good as reaching out to the campuses in the Philippines, as good as planting churches in the cities in the Philippines, we do have a responsibility in our neighboring country called Asia. Join with us as we plant churches, as we take the 2020 initiative in the next seven years. We're going to plant three churches. I'm here today to make an appeal and say, church, let's go and be involved. Amen? We hope you were inspired by that message. Victory's heart is to disciple not just our culture and community, but also the world. You can be part of this vision by joining us in praying for our missionaries or even by giving to our missions efforts. Every hand extended in support makes a difference in bringing the gospel to the nations. Thank you and stay connected.